Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 397 podcast much like elmo we're just here to check in and see uh how's everybody doing today i don't get that reference elmo, uh, yeah, elmo asked tweet. twitter how's everybody doing and twitter was like yeah yeah the literal tweet is elmo is just checking in how is everybody doing and there's a surprising amount of people going uh shit's fucked elmo uh <laughs> yeah sorry that's kind of how it feels I wonder so, if it just feels like that because we're we're looking at media all the time, and that's the effect know. that it has on you. It, it, the being constantly connected and exposed to things does, I suppose. You see everything, you hear about everything. A little bit of everything all the time. Yeah, and and what what makes you watch the news? Bad news. Yeah. Booms Terrible videos. So, yeah. Um, Last week I mentioned I saw a thing on Reddit and you were both like, oh. Uh, but I gotta tell you, for some reason, browsing Reddit once in a while just is like, okay. like, And I don't even have an account. I just go to the main page and start scrolling and see shit. I just yeah. like good Reddit. I like good Reddit. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's a... just whatever gets upvoted a lot. And for some yeah. reason, it has put me in a better state of mind about my own situation. I don't know why. For wow. some reason, it's one wow. of the last places on the internet that isn't completely in shitified. Oh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's like just seeing a bunch of other people that are, you know, struggling. Definitely struggling. Reddit, I, I, I have a Reddit account, and I don't post often, but I, I do post. And it's interesting, because I, I don't even go to, like, the top pages, I just go to the, the, the bars that I follow, and it kind of drop, drops things in there once in a while, and that, it keeps it fairly curated, which is good, because I don't need exposure to the rest of Reddit, I would like... The, the safe parts, thank you. There's a lot of cute puppies and cats out there, man. There are oh, yeah. entire boards dedicated to just that. Lots so. of umbrella cockatoos that talk so much shit. <laughs> and there's there's a lot of attractive people, well, particularly attractive women, who post on there just to like just to like say like look at me, like yep. someone yes. write me, like what can I improve or something like that. What should I work on or something like that. And all you can tell that all they want is for someone to get back to them and say, "Girl, you are." Nothing well, would, yeah. not, would not change a hair on that head. That's all they're, they're looking for. and They're looking for some sort of positive affirmation. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to make an account and say that to these people. No, you don't, don't want to be a reply guy. No. That's a grim existence. No. Yeah, anyway, video games. Although video the, games the, and movies. The, the, the most upvoted post I ever made on Reddit was, of course, a dick joke. Hmm. <laughs> And well, that should surprise a, no one. No, <laughs> it was there, a good dick joke. There's not joke. there's not universal appeal to dicks, but there is universal appeal to a good dick joke. It was a very good dick joke. So somebody, so what, what was the what was the post? It was it was an R ask, which is usually just stupid stuff. And it's like, you know, God came out with human body 2.0. Now every time you ejaculate, it plays a five second MP3. What does it say? And my answer was Leroy Jenkins, <laughs> and it was—I still think it's really funny. I think it's a good joke. Good. Good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm gonna giggle about that for a while. So, video games. <laughs> yes, uh, things I, I can beat, afford to buy new of. Hey, I beat The Last of Us remastered. Oh, okay. Played played through the entirety of the campaign um, without skipping the cutscenes. No, no, I watched everyone. And and it's it's both better than I remember, but the narrative, 
Um, I feel like a lot of opportunity was wasted was wasted uh, for characterizing Abby in the day one of Abby's thing because it's like day one, two, three in Seattle with Ellie, and then day one, two, three in Seattle in Seattle with Abby. Mm-hmm. And with Abby, um, she is part of this really vicious paramilitary group in Seattle, but her day one of that, you just see her kind of like going through the motions of like checking in with these people. And then she kind of goes rogue and goes off into the wilderness on her own. But later in her story, other characters kind of characterize her as a monster because of how um, efficient she is or her reputation is for killing the cultists that are also around Seattle. She's like the number one scar killer, apparently. And I think it would have made her arc more interesting if that was how we were reintroduced to Abby as like this vicious monster. Like, like we hate Abby by the end of Ellie's story. We still do. Because um, she fucking killed Joel. And if we'd started out Abby's story still kind of hating her and not just her being this normal person, just like getting coffee and, you know, what are we doing today? Um, if we met her maybe being a bit too brutal with these scars and her insisting to herself that she's not conflicted about it, that would make her more interesting, and that would make her arc more kind of, more of a full kind of circle. Okay. Either way, I get to the end, and there's and there's the ending. And man, like, I remember the fight with Abby v. Ellie in the, in the, in the ocean. I remember that being absolutely brutal. But doing it again... Holy fuck, you forget how brutal it was. Like, you feel so bad for Abby. Uh, she's already, like, emaciated, having been tortured yeah. for weeks. And she then Ellie, st- Ellie starts with... No, she can still fight. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie starts... Yeah, yeah. yeah, Ellie starts with the switchblade and just puts all these horrible injuries into Abby. Uh, but Abby just won't give up. Abby has something to live for. And... So you're you're really grateful when eventually Abby bites off two of Ellie's fingers... And then Ellie has a flash of Joel playing the guitar. And at that point, Ellie decides to stop fighting. Why did you say that name? Yeah, and just sits down crying. <laughs> just sits down crying in the, in the ocean. Martha. And uh, I was reminded this uh, uh, a very... I went to school with a, with a young woman who was very good about picking apart symbolism in stories. And she said that the ocean is symbolic of uh, innocence and purity. And maybe that's why that scene takes place um, uh, at an, in an ocean shore and like in the waves. Mm. That they mm. kind of like rebaptized themselves and came out clean, sort of. Yeah, but Ellie can. Kind of what um, Bioshock did. Infinite. You, you might be giving them a little too much credit with that one. I, I think. A little, yeah, a little I, I don't know. But and then Ellie goes home and picks up the guitar, but can't play it, and so she just leaves the guitar there. And walks away into a field. And that's the end. And we don't see what happens with Lev and Abby. Which is what we really want to know. How do, do do things work out with Lev and Abby? And it's suggested that they make it to the Fireflies. Because the final... Once you uh, load up the game again. Like if you go to the main screen again. It's the boat that Abby and Lev were in. Next to a building that's like the building the Fireflies described that they were at. But it would have been nice to see... And as monstrous as Ellie became over the course of the story, we didn't want to see her done that dirty. We didn't want to see her lose absolutely everything. Maybe that's the point. That you go down this road, you will lose everything. And she did. 
And I, I kind of don't want The Last of Us 3 to have Ellie anymore. See, I just I just thought of the least desirable plot for Last of Us 3. Okay. So, Abby... Somehow, Joel fire- returns. No, no. <laughs> Abby makes it to the Fireflies, remembers the connection that Ellie is immune, and leads the Fireflies to where she to thinks, Ellie, down, thinks Ellie to is. To hunt down Ellie. Yes. So you get li- literally a round two of this. That's but not creative will- at all, but I can see Druckmann doing it. <laughs> yeah, I could see Druckmann doing it, and but the thing is, after Ellie in this story, I could see Ellie saying, "Yeah, I would totally give up my life to do that. I would love to, for my life to have some meaning because I've lost everything." It'd be cool mm-hmm. if we if we meet Ellie and now she's like just a fucking asshole drunk and no one likes her because <laughs> she's lost she's lost Joel, she's lost Dina, she lost JJ. I wonder if there's something to the fact that that the two kids. Ellie's kid, JJ, Dina's kid, JJ, and Lev are both Asian. Why is that? Hmm. Why are the I, kids in The Last hmm. of Us Asian? Hmm. Uh, the, the commentary on Xi Jinping's repo- I don't know. <laughs> nah, I don't know either. Um, I remember when The Last of Us Part Two came out, I, criti- I critiqued it. That, do you remember the character? Oh, God, what was his name? Fuck. JJ's dad. The guy that Dina was dating prior to dating Ellie. Oh, nope. fuck. Hang on. Shoot. Jesse. Jesse. The guy's name is Jesse. Yeah. Jesse is handsome and very capable and trusted around his community. He's given all sorts of responsibility for the for the patrols they do outside the, uh, yeah. the fence. He is a super nice guy. He is totally cool with it that Ellie is now dating his ex. Um, uh, Ellie gets herself you know, into big trouble in Seattle, and Jesse comes just to help because you got to help your friends as far as Jesse's concerned. And I critiqued him at the time um, that Jesse is um, there's Jesse is flawless, like he's not in, he's not an interesting character at all because there's no conflict within Jesse. Jesse has no weaknesses. He is just a really good looking, cool, nice, capable guy I, throughout I the entire Does too. Yes, die? and then and then eventually he just gets he comes through the door at the wrong time and Abby shoots him in the face. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just before the boss fight of uh, Abby versus Ellie, and um, and I kind of pointed that out, and someone responded, "Well, ex- well, excuse me, if uh, if my enjoyment of representation isn't like living up to your standards or something like that." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not saying that representation is bad. Representation is good. I got no problem that he's Asian. I got a problem that he's a two-dimensional character." Yeah. And playing through it again, I was totally fucking right. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with Jesse. <laughs> Like he's just so cool well, he's, and he's nice. got a hole in his face. I mean, well, he does so by the end, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. But that's that's not a character flaw. That's that's a lack of <laughs> that's a lack of plot armor. That's a skill issue. That's a skill issue at that point. He didn't duck at the right time. <laughs> no, but uh, playing through the game was awesome. It was absolutely as fun as like going back to Dead Space again. Um, but once I had finished it, I deleted it. Oh, I, even the roguelite stuff wasn't enough to keep you there? No, I just didn't want to go back to it. Like, I... Hmm. No. No, like, I'd rather go... I've been running people through Stormvale again. Okay. Yeah, I reinstalled. Oh, that's so weird. I started up Dark Souls 3. Because I kind of I kind of thought we might get an Erd Tree announcement with this. Sony no, this you week. dumb motherfucker. Never. I know! You had we hope. keep on hearing February. Anyway. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Too, too bad. No news for you. Instead, you get a state of play that was like, eh, it's a state of play. It was some stuff. We'll get to that, but yeah, there was some stuff. 
what uh, what's Alex been playing? Alex has been broke. It's going to be really expensive trying to move out of here. I got no money for anything. But even if I did, eh. There's, there's Dark Souls nothing. 3. Oh, Dark Souls 3, yes. But, like, there's nothing nothing new coming out that I... Even if I did have the money. If I had money coming out of my ears, I don't want to play Suicide Squad. I don't think... No. Everyone's saying the wrong shit about Persona 3 Remake. The dungeon's still boring as hell. That was a problem 10 years ago for a lot of people. And they haven't fixed it. Uh, so everything I've seen from Suicide Squad looks broke and like something nobody wanted and nobody asked for. Yeah, that yeah. no one should actually buy that game. That's no. not. It's a cautionary tale, not an experience you want to endure. There was a and part that, of me yeah. that looked at Suicide Squad and thought about Arkham Knights, and Arkham no. Knights got pretty got a pretty tepid reaction as well when it came out. And it was doing the same microtransaction-y shit. Like, there's all kinds of little shit you can buy for Arkham Knights, as I recall. Um, but the game itself was fun enough, and I enjoyed my time with Arkham Knights. I didn't, I didn't pay full price for it, but I enjoyed it. I and this is Rocksteady. It told a good story. I think it told a good story. Honestly. It was, yeah, it was better than it was a better story than I expected. Yeah. And this is Rocksteady. Like maybe I should trust Rocksteady, and check it out. And so I went and watched a YouTube video of like yeah. bef- it was like before you buy. Mm-hmm. And they spent the first half of the video talking about what it does kind of good. Like, the the combat actually doesn't feel bad at all. And the locomotion starts out not feeling great. But once you get used to it and you get really good at it, like, there is a skill expression to it. And it does, the locomotion okay. for each character does start getting really fun. Okay, now I've said all that shit. There's, like, two different enemy types. And you fight them forever. Yeah. And they're, <laughs> and they're boring. It's always open areas. There are no real levels. What the fuck? Yeah, they're, they're boring to look at. They're boring to fight. Um, this is like four years late. What the fuck are we doing, guys? Yeah, like... What were you doing? What were you I was, I was, I was close. I was leading towards it, and then I just... No, no, no. I, I want to see all of the cutscenes. To see... Mm-hmm. A, because it's Kevin Conroy's last run as Batman. Well, I, and, I, I got a spoiler for what happens to Batman. Well, B, I, I know... I saw one little bit of spoiler piece where they go into... Because Batman always kept a file on all the other members mm. of the Justice League and how to beat them. Mm-hmm. And so they hardly knows this somehow. So they go and find him. And when they find... He's gone, obviously. And they were some across a recording that's playing back of him apologizing to Robin because if this recording is playing, it means he's been compromised. Hmm. And Boomerang is there going, I don't want to see Batman cry. So it was heartbreaking, but also funny at the same time, which is like, hey, it's Rocksteady. There's, I can see him. There they are. There's Rocksteady. I heard that, that Conroy, shit. actually, this will not actually be Conroy's final Batman. He recorded for something else, I thought. Um, yeah, Ooh. the multiverses thing. That's it. Oh, which is never coming back. I don't think no, so. No, no, not that game. It was something else, I thought. No, uh, Bruce Tim confirmed he, he did not live long enough to record for his new project. Oh, okay. Yeah, it sucks. Sucks real bad. Okay, so this is the final Kevin Conroy Batman, but I'm not spending ninety bucks. Absolutely not. Kevin Conroy's do, do last not. Batman thing. If it was fifty bucks, I'd probably be an infinite wealth right now, but I just cannot justify it. Yeah, so right the infinite wealth is really the only one sitting there, and I know that I would try it. I would spend three hours watching cutscenes, and I go, "Fuck this! I'm going to go actually do something <laughs> in Stormvale." Apparently, there is a Animal Crossing sized island management minigame that is <laughs> worth the whole fucking price of it and I believe that well yeah but apparently you finish that and then you go back to the main game and you just like leave it forever forever that's what I wow that's uh, the zero punctuation 
review that I watched. The Zero Punctuation review is the only review of Infinite Wealth I've looked at. It is not Zero Punctuation. It's I fully Ramblatronic. It's, it's, come on. Fully, yeah, it's the same guy. It's Yahtzee. Well, well, it's that Yahtzee. kind of bullshit. But I also love the fuck out of Like a Dragon. So I will get to that eventually. 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 But I did the thing where I played Dark Souls 3 like Bloodborne again. And fuck, that's the... Oh, God. Mm, that's like so, like, what do you mean by like Bloodborne? Like, what are your weapons? Like, I'm just I'm doing like rapiers, light shields, magic. Oh, okay. Just dodging whenever you can. Because they made it right after Bloodborne, and you're like, okay, I know how you want to play again, and it's definitely one of the easiest ones. But I, if, when was the last? Have you ever played the DLC? No. For three? No, I. Uh, no, the only DLC I bought was for. Uh, Bloodborne, and I tried it, and it was like too hard. <laughs> this is almost too hard, but it it is some, like you go back to the um the painted world, okay, and the last boss in that one is like some of their best work. Okay, it starts out as one big thrashing dude and becomes two different thrashing dudes, and then one small guy that is that has bo- like scythe attacks that take up half the screen. Really worth the price of admission there. I, f- I forgot about that DLC. I'm going to reinstall Forbidden West. That's what I'm going to do. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Like you should finish it this time. Yeah, Wait. I heard that DLC was pretty good, too. I never did play that DLC. I yeah, never the, played the, the DLC. The main either. game was good. Finish good. it, finish it. I'm it not going to DLC for it. Hunter's Reflexes. No. No. Oh. Yeah, I'm totally going to do that. So how much Dark Souls 3? Did you finish it again? Are you still working through it? Um, I'm, I'm still working through it. Uh, I'm tearing it up because I just know where everything I want is, where to get it, how to get there. Um, I don't know. I I don't know how you make a game after Elden Ring. I'm honestly kind of worried it's taking them so long because I don't know how you remix this idea any further. Well, well you just, they made you just an give us a new game. area the size of Caitlyn. I'll be fine with it. Yeah, I'm going to play the living fuck out of it. I just want to hear something. God damn it, anything. Proof of life. It's been two years. It's been two years. How many games get a DLC after two years? What the fuck? Like, don't get me wrong. We're all going to come running when when it's ready. Well, is it not going to be DLC anymore? Has it ballooned in size to the point where it's going to be Elden Ring 2? song out on me, guys. Well, it'll come out, but it's going to be Elden Ring again, or Elden Ring 2, or Elden Ring Er. Yeah. I can see that happening because that you can charge full price for and make more money. Did Armor Core Six do okay? I don't know. I think it no, no. Yeah. It sold to the mech nerds and that's about it. It. Pr- it probably did better than the last Armor Core just because From is you know more of a household name nowadays. But no, I don't. I think it's yeah. Yeah, I, I think a bunch of people looked at it, saw that it was a bunch of small missions as opposed to a beautiful, expansive world to explore. Like everything From has done for the last fifteen years. So, they were like, eh. eh. Like, I gave it a shot, but eh. It's a game they made in their sleep as a break. <laughs> With, like, yeah. half the people, probably. Do you miss Max? I miss Max. Let's do Max. Okay. All right, we're yeah, that's, probably good for, that's probably good for their <laughs> mental health. Yeah, I would imagine. I don't have a problem. Even though they have two studios, but still. So, what has Chamberlain been up to? Well, I finished The Last Faith. And okay. it was enjoyable enough and satisfying enough that I got to one ending, decided, nah, I want to see the other ending, went back and fought an optional boss who was hard, and actually did that. So Hmm. it's the leveling process becomes fairly linear. Once you decide on what build you're going to do, 
you're kind of locked into that. You've got, I mean, every time you go back and spend your soul points, whatever they are, you can choose which of your stats to level up. And it makes the most sense to pigeonhole yourself. So I put everything into like hit points, strength, and a little bit of gun, even though I never used gun. So my strength is huge. I have a ton of hit points, but I never used, I never cast a single spell. You've got like a dozen spells. I never even looked at one of them because everything went into strength. And I had this mm-hmm. big ass two-handed broadsword that I used for most of the game that I just enjoyed That's a, a great strategy for many games. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I want to hit hard and be able to face tank things. <clears throat> and that worked for the most part. The problem is because I put, <clears throat> excuse me, because I put like no points into magic, I was missing some fairly important environmental resistances, namely mm. fire. Hmm. So if I got hit by fire, I would just I would just die. I would lose seventy five percent of my health no matter what because my hmm. my fire resistance was like nothing. And of course, several of the last guys have giant fire attacks. So I painted myself into that corner, but I got out again. Um, like we talked about last week, I have no idea what was happening in the game. Still don't. Zero idea. But it handles its side quests in a very, I guess, from software way, as in they're not really advertised. Mm-hmm. It's there, and you can do it, but there's no checklist of things. There's no... I mean, there's an achievement when you're done, but it's not exactly easy to tell when you're done with them. Well, which, is it easy to tell what to do? Because in it's, it's From, usually, like, there's no you, indication of what to do. Well, usually, usually it's they ask for something. Like, if you happen to cross a teacup, bring it back to me. And you're like, teacup? What the fuck? And you bring it back and she gives you something. Okay. So but the, the coolest one is it's, a, it's like a series of three. You run across a woman who's clearly gone mad because of what's going on. She says, I just want to dance again. Dance one more time to feel someone's arms from me. I want to dance. And you're like, um, yeah, I can't dance, but I got a safe place you can go to. So you send her back to your basically main base where, where you keep sending people back to to save them. Later on, you run into this weird, like, multi-faced, three-armed thing in the basement who's friendly, who also is like, you know, I miss being human because I miss dancing. And you're like, you know what? Someone else asked about that. So you go and talk to the crazy lady, and you're like, hey, I got someone for you to dance with. And you get them together. And you don't see what happens, but that quest ends. Hmm. And you go down to the, the monster thing, and the monster thing's like, hey, thanks for helping me out with that. You can buy this mask from me now. Oh. Cool, I'll, I'll buy this mask. And you look at the mask, and it says the mask lets you talk to the dead. And then I remembered 10 hours earlier, coming like I came across this like spirit in a room that I couldn't interact with. So you go up and talk to the spirit, and it mumbles at you. And then this little like floating skull begins to lead you out of the room, and you follow the skull. And you think it's taking you to like a chest or something, just like an item or, or money or whatever. And you go through a door... And suddenly you are in the nightmare world fighting a six-headed Hydra who kicks your ass. There it is. <laughs> yep. That's some Metrobania shit. Yeah, I, I beat that Hydra. It took me like a dozen tries. <laughs> but it was, it was fun because I had no idea where this was going. I got there, and I am greeted with big-ass optional boss fight. So it was good. I mean, The Last Faith was really good. It's a solid 7.5 out of 10. It ruined, I, I attempted another Metroidvania after this called Vernal Edge. I played it for like a half an hour and I was out because it was too happy and too floaty and it just didn't have any juice or it didn't have any meat on its bones. I'm like, ah, I can't even do this. So it was good. If you see it on sale, just, and, you, and, and you're in the mood for that kind of game, last, The Last Faith is a Metroidvania worth your time. Hmm. 100%. Okay. 
after bouncing off Frontal Edge, I tried Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Have we heard of this? I have heard of it. Yes. Yeah. It's, so isn't it like a? It is. I, I thought it was like Jet Set Radio. No, it right. is Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Yeah. It literally Bikes, is Jet Set Radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's not homage. It's it's like we're just making this game again. Mm-hmm. Down to the very janky controls, <laughs> and it didn't even look that great. So I I couldn't, I couldn't play that for very long either. I tried it, and it was just not interesting. With lead, which left me with nothing to play. So I am now the proud owner of Tekken Eight. Good. Tell okay, me about those. Bears. Before we get to Tekken Eight, you played Silent Hill. You played this new little Silent oh, Hill. Oh yeah. Oh, I the, the pro suicide Silent Hill thingy. That was this morning. So, yeah, I, I, I did not watch the State of Play live. I was busy. And I saw your email before I even watched State of Play. You're like, hey, there's a new Silent Hill thing for free. I'm like, oh, shit. So I downloaded it this morning because I had the day off today. First of all, it's not on, like, the PlayStation Tour's main, state, main page. You have to search for it, mm-hmm. which is weird. A little weird given download- they just had this thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It downloaded it, and first impression is visually it looks pretty good. I mean, it looks about like PT did. Very, very detailed environments that you cannot interact with in any way. It's, it's yeah. a walking simulator through a museum that you can't touch things. Ew. And then it settles in that you're playing a teenage girl, and the game is about teenage angst and feeling bad you don't have enough likes on social media and suicide. And it's a loop kind of like PT. You get to the top, and you throw yourself off, and you wake oh, up down no. in the basement again going, wait, I'm not dead. And then you get a message from someone else who was dead saying, find it. And you have to try to figure out what's going on. It's, it's, not, it's not good. Doesn't it's sound. not good at all. Uh, the, I don't... Okay, because I am old, this depiction of teenage angst has zero impact on me. Perhaps for a younger audience it might mean something, but to me it seems cheap. Like, going for an easy shock value of a teenage girl killing herself because a boy didn't like her or something like that. I'm like, I'm like, this is what you got? Really? Come on. Um, if this is what... I don't know. I don't understand what they were doing with here this year. It's not as good as PT was. And PT was free. And PT was, what, five years ago? Six PT years was ago? Kojima. Yeah. Oh, yeah, PT was it was Kojima. Kojima. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's not... Even... I didn't finish it because... You have these slow walking areas, and every once in a while you, you walk through the door, and you're being chased by this like flower thing that kills you in one hit. And it's dark, and you don't know where to go, and you're trying to find a way out. I, I got to, I'm guessing, the last instance of this, where I have to run around this maze and find like five items to unlock a door, all while being chased by this thing, and there's no map. And it all looks the same. And I died twice, and was like, you know what? That's enough. I don't care how this ends. I really don't. So that's that's Konami for you. Thank you, Konami. It, it, it apparently it ends with a little message. It's like you know, sometimes suicide is noble. We're not really meant to be oh, social creatures. I'm like, God, no, very every, much the every, opposite thing. Every single every single psychologist thinks the opposite of that. Every time you like, you get to the top and you throw yourself off and it goes black and then it flashes up like suicide helpline numbers, hmm. like on the screen. Takes you out of the game for thirty seconds and flashes up like if you're actually single, if you actually feel like hurting yourself, there's some numbers to call, and then it gets back to the game and then you kill yourself again. 
So it's the, just the gay man's. It's like no, some eh, if you're real, eh, maybe do it. If you mean it well enough, yeah, it could be noble, I suppose. Yeah, I. Like it's, I've it's, seen it. I've seen it. It's like two, it's two title cards, and they are bonkers. Yeah, it's it's cheap. It's not very good. I, I just yeah, not worth it. Not worth the time at all. Hmm. So chance, don't bother. I won't. I wasn't going to. I heard about it and I was like, Jim might be interested in the Silent Hill thing. Threw me under that bus. (laughs) You like this stuff. You like walking simulators that are horror. You will play horrible, horrible games if they have a horror component to them. That is is also very true. This had zero scares in it. Not a one. Nothing. Okay, but you have to understand, the idea of people not liking your post on social medias is the worst fucking thing. For a lot of people, I think. The, the one thing I'll give it is you, of course, light your way through these dark hallways with your cell phone, and we all know that cell phone cameras or cell phone lights don't actually put off that much light. But what they now somehow they nailed... Spooky. Yeah. What they somehow nailed was the look of a dirty cell phone screen. Okay. Because you're, like, in this dusty, grimy environment, and you look down at the screen, and it doesn't look, like, clean. It looks it looks like a dirty, nasty cell phone screen. I'm like, wow, that of all the things to get right, that looks really good. Hmm. <laughs> so I don't know what they, how they did that or what it was, but I was, that's the one thing that impressed me, is that the cell phone looked realistically dirty for the environment that you're in. All right. Yeah. Tekken 8. Yeah, Tekken 8. So I bought it, and I have, I've, the reason I bought it is because I know that I am laughably bad at Tekken. I've never <laughs> been good at Tekken. I never expect to be good at Tekken. Therefore, my expectations are zero of what I'm expecting going to do with this game. So I bought it, and I spent literally the first two hours just in the practice room trying to remember how this game works. And it feels appreciably different in se- than 7 in that a lot of things feel kind of slimmed down in the in a good way um tekken has always had gargantuan move lists characters have without exaggeration a hundred two hundred different things you can do no and tekken 8 tekken well see what tekken 8 does is if you go to the moves list there's actually a move list that says suggested moves it tells you hey this is the good shit learn this and then there's the other side where it's like, here's all the rest of their stuff. You probably won't use this. Don't really worry about it. It's all vestigial anyway. So it, it just tells you, hey, these are the good 20 things, 25 things. Know this stuff. These are your good juggles. This is your good launcher. This is your good this. So it, it, it really, it's trying to bring in new people. Okay. Because Tekken, is, Tekken can be very daunting. There's so much previous knowledge that would be required to be good. Because Tekken, since Tekken 5, so 5, 6, 7, 8... Anything you knew previously applied to the new game. So if you play mm-hmm. the last one, you're automatically really, really good at the next one. They're very iterative. This is why I like Virtua Fighter. Go on. Yeah, and, and, and this one, it's still the same. Like, I was able to pick up Nina and do some of the same stuff. I'm like, okay, this is good. But then I went in and realized that now there are better things to do. There are simpler things to do than there were before. Um, Nina's used to have those cool multi-part throws where you come in, they break your mm-hmm. arm, and she flips you over, you break your legs over that. They're there, but now... You can do them by hitting one button, and it'll just do it. It makes it easier to counter, but you can do it that way. Or you can do it the old multi-button press way, do more damage, it's harder to break. So it created a a tier in there for it. Now, granted, you still don't use them much, because at any level they get broken, because, you know, people know what they are. But at least they made an attempt there to simplify it. Hmm. Um, I haven't experimented with this part, but apparently 
if you go back and look at a replay of one of your matches and you turn on the option, it yeah. will tell you when you could have punished something. Yeah, I love that. I see a lot. That, so, yeah, yeah like, like, like if you block if you block something and then you just don't do anything after it, it'll say, hey, you had X frames to do something with. Here's some moves you could have used. Hmm. I want that on Dark Souls. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, like it's, it's honestly really teaching you or trying to teach you how to play, which... It's doing a better job than Street Fighter 6 did. And I, I had no problems with Street Fighter 6, but this is a better tutorial system, an incredibly in-depth practice room. We can set it, to, set it to do all sorts of stuff. It's got a very large roster for a start. I mean, it's like 30-odd characters that are there right away to go. Okay. How so, long does it take to unlock the amount of customization options you need to recreate Leon Kennedy in it? Because I've seen I don't, uh, I don't one of the things know. I've seen on Reddit <laughs> is a bunch of insane characters, like perfect mm-hmm. characters from various other games recreated in Tekken. Um, I don't know. I've only kind of delved into that a little bit. I I didn't like either of the options for Nina. Like I, I would I would love her old cat suit from like five, but it's not there. So I put her in a jacket with tails, a leather skirt skull face paint and put horns on her. I'm like, there we go. Now I have Nina. I like this Nina. This is better. Uh, there's a lot of depth in there, like a lot of stuff you can do. And it's just been getting... I think they know like, what they're doing with that. Oh, yeah. They, they, it's Let's been getting crazier f- and crazier. A fur-lined collar leather jacket and uh, no reason. Uh-huh. Let, let a guy hold a 9mm pistol. Yep. So, But the characters are different enough that it's, that it's interesting. So like, like Nina has actually uses her pistols. Like there are combos that end with you shooting the motherfucker. Like three times. Pop, pop, pop. In the combo. It looks cool. Yeah, how do guns get balanced in this? Uh, it doesn't do a lot of damage, and you can't use them outside of a combo. She just uses them as, as a finisher. Yeah. So it's like launcher, juggle, 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 and then kick gun three or four hits, and it pushes them way far away. It's, it's, it's more of a play for uh, positioning than for damage. It gives you a lot of space. So, I mean, I, I've, it's, I've, I've ran total, it's been like three or four hours. I've played, like, six online matches just to see how the netcode is. The netcode's very, very good. I've won two of those matches and lost the other four because much like Street Fighter Six, when you play online, there's an option you can turn on that lets you do crazy shit by mashing one or two buttons. Now, are these people kicking your ass? Is that what you're saying? Yes, because I don't know how to punish stuff yet because I, I, I need to learn how to beat these things. So... Uh, for example, there's a very difficult move that most of the machinists have called Eagle Wind God or Electronic Wind God Fist. It's like a little uppercut that you're shocking you and it, and it pushes you. It does a ton of damage, and you could do that with a button <laughs> hmm. consistently. Whereas doing it for real is very difficult, most, much less multi times in a row, multiple times in a row. So I was fighting against a Kazuya who just kept doing that move, and I didn't know what to do. And that's my fault. It's my fault, 100%. Because there's got to be a punish for it. I just didn't know what it was. So I should probably go back and watch the replay on it and get schooled by the tutorial mode. Are you going to? Um, possibly. I have nothing else to play right now. So I don't... I hold no illusions to actually getting any good at this. I was good at Tekken once in my whole life, and that was for Tekken 5. And that's because I was working at an EB Games where there was nothing to do, so I would just run Kumite mode on Steve for like three or four hours a day. Hmm. <laughs> So my Steve was actually pretty good. I don't know, man. You, you do it enough, you might find boy. yourself getting good at it. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, but I play Nina now because I don't like I don't like Steve anymore. I, I went back to Nina because Nina's who I played in Tekken two and three. 
I might see how Brian is, because Brian just does crazy damage with minimal hits. Just bam! Just single punches. So Some of the new characters look really, really cool. I can't remember their names because they're really weird, but they look really good. Like, there's a new there's a new Mishima. She's like, like Kazuya's sister or niece or something like that, and she's just... She looks really badass. I can't remember her name now, but... Well, it's... It's good. It is a solid, complete product. They've got... There's a huge story mode, which I haven't touched yet. Each character has an individual story mode. It's got mm. this, like, arcade thing where you, you can... You little, have these little super deformed characters that you're running around. You go to different arcades and challenge people and run, work your way up to the Tekken World Tour thing. Um, I mess with that. I skip most of the cutscenes and just want to do the fights, but that works too. So there's, there's a lot here. Um, they kind of took what Capcom added to Street Fighter VI to heart and realized that we need to make a more complete game. And this is a complete game. It's got Tekken Bowl. Or Tekken Ball, sorry. Tekken Bowl's not in there. Tekken Ball is in there. So we'll see what gets added later. And most interesting, people have already been clamoring for Tifa as DLC. Mm-hmm. I've seen, a, I've seen a perfectly remade Tifa, but go on. Oh, yeah. yeah Harada-san has replied to these tweets saying, yes, she's very desirable. Oh, no, she said very attractive for this, and, and it's a translation issue. He meant that's very, like, attractive, like, we want this character. We'll see what we can do. So. Oh, like um, an official Tifa. As an official DLC, because mm-hmm. Seven had Noctis. What company makes Tekken? Is it Square? Uh, no, Namco. Namco Bandai. Okay, but if but Namco had Bandai Noctis, has landed Street, uh, Final Fantasy mm-hmm. characters before. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they had Noctis. Ooh, what's, would sell can we, so well. Yes, <laughs> what if we got Ronnie? Ronnie. Ron, like it's like like they start pulling Dark Souls stuff because they. Oh, yeah, it's Namco. Oh. That could be interesting. Yeah. Tekken 7 had some weird... I mean, they had freaking Negan from uh, Walking, uh, Dead. Walking Dead as a character. That's yeah. fucking weird. He was also... Negan was broken as shit, if I remember correctly. But yeah, Tekken 7 had some really weird DLC characters. And they haven't... They only, they only announced one for eight so far. It's Eddie, and he's coming out over the summer. So... Mm-hmm. As of Eddie. this moment, I am pleased with the purchase, and I have not thrown anything. We'll see how long that lasts. People are really happy with it. I've seen a lot of panda bears on my timeline. Too. <clears throat> yeah, people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are enjoying it. So does that mean it's time for headlines? Uh, I don't think anything happened this week, if any, import. <laughs> headlines. In entertainment news, Taylor Tomlinson's next Netflix special, Have It All, is out February 13th. Yay! Has anyone watched After Midnight with Taylor Tomlinson yet? I have not. Is it that panel show? Yes. Okay, so like I, I used to watch At Midnight before the hardships with Chris Hardwick. I used to be a huge fan of Chris Hardwick. Loved that show. Real damn shame. Yeah, I'm I'm not really digging this too much. Like it doesn't really give Taylor an opportunity to do what she does best. Um, it it brings in a bunch of cool talent. Like every episode, there are some really cool comedians or uh, funny actors on there that you always like. These people, but. I don't know. I think it'd do better as just a talk show where she just chats to these people and comedians just will naturally make each other laugh. I, th- I think it's a poor vehicle for Taylor Tomlinson. It doesn't yeah, no. show her strengths at all. At um, Midnight did a decent job at being like a game. Yeah, no. Like, this you you, you follow who's winning and like agree. You're like, no, he got robbed in that episode. Oh, it'll close. Yeah. The audience uh, know what the fuck they're talking about. 
This week, Seth MacFarlane tweeted, 25 years ago today, Family Guy premiered to tepid reviews. And a quarter of a century later, they're still as tepid as ever. Congrats to us on all our tepidness. So basically, 25 years of Family Guy. Does that make Family Guy actually more consistent than The Simpsons? If it's been uh, okay for 25 years, it's supposed to be know. good, then terrible, then okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's still, you know, it's still fun. Like, I still enjoy a new episode of Family Guy every time it comes out. Um, more so than uh, than The Simpsons. Like, this, like, I will defend recent Simpsons. No, it's not as good as it was. They don't have a bunch of, like, the greatest comedy writers ever working there anymore but there's still good gags every once in a while in a Simpsons episode mm-hmm. Julie fam- Kavner sounds really tired yes but what Kavner. are you going to do kill Marge uh, I mean I think it's time to wrap it up <laughs> yeah probably that's possible yeah because you couldn't recast Simpsons man no can't recast no one not. sounds like Marge well, I've never no. heard a good Marge impression I've yeah and I've, I've definitely heard good Homer and Bart impressions I wouldn't want to hear anyone else doing Lisa um, That's her regular voice. Really? <laughs> yeah, but but every time Mr. Burn talk, Burns talks, it's fucking weird. And Mr. Burns Wait, is what? like like um, the the guy who did Mr. Burns died or left the show or something. Harry Shearer. Yeah, apparently he's still around if he's available. Yeah, Burns sounds Shearer, wrong. Yeah. yeah, didn't Burns burn the bridge wrong. completely, but yeah, he had a snit. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, he wanted uh, more money, didn't get it. Ooh. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I just learned this week, Stephanie Beatriz recorded the song Waiting for a Miracle for Encanto as she was going through labor. Uh, Quote, I was already having some contractions and when we were scheduled to record that day. I was like, well, fingers crossed I finished the song before the baby comes. Apparently she didn't tell the producers because she didn't want to freak anyone out. I'm not sure if that's a consummate professional or not. (laughs) Like, maybe you should go to the hospital, Stephanie. Yeah, that's... That's that's how scared you are of Disney. Mm-hmm. Not true. You can lose that gig and you know never. Oh, you're again. pregnant. Hey, hey, <laughs> about the gig. Oh, that's uh, so bad. <clears throat> in Overwatch news, Zoe Geschwind, the face of Overwatch esports and the very person who announced the new revamped tournament plans last week, has been laid off from Blizzard with what sounds like uh-huh. most of the esports team. I really don't give a shit. Blizzard's new president under Microsoft will be Call of Duty General Manager Johanna Ferries. Quote, after years of battling Activision interference, Blizzard will now be run by a former Activision executive, says Jason Schreier. And some some people pointed out that uh, uh, Johanna Ferries has actually managed dev teams. And the fact that she ran some Call of Duty teams, like, says, like, maybe that'll be good for Blizzard. And I'm like, just no. No, this is not... I don't think this is good at all. Um, especially with all the people that are cut. And I keep on seeing things of, like, people called in on their day off mm. to, to find fired. out to find out that they're laid off. <laughs> that's, and, that's so cool. That and is, the reaction to it. The, uh, the bender that would set me on. <laughs> yeah. And so one of the things I put up on a forum this week was... Uh, this is what it's like in a horror movie when one character can see the killer going for their friend and they're powerless to stop it. We're all just watching it happen. We are all Sarah Michelle Gellar, and I know what she did last summer. We just want to pay money for good games. Yeah. And it, this 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 used to work, and now it's just microtransaction bullshit that doesn't even work for Des- for, for um, Bungie. 
and Bungie Ooh. can't pull it off. None of these motherfuckers can pull it off, and they keep jumping over the lemming cliff. Yeah. It's, it's and and, and all the people games. at the bottom pay the price. Celebrate the small games. Executives uh, chase trends, and it doesn't work. We still have Supergiant. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake became the series' fastest-selling game ever, moving 6.4 million copies in its first year. Other Resident Evil games have done more lifetime sales, but Remake Six or Remake 4 Remake hit 6 million fastest. Okay. I, I was mm-hmm. shocked. That was my third most played game, most played game on Steam last year. Uh, it doesn't shock me at all. You love that shit. I did. I didn't realize I played four playthroughs of it. Jesus Christ. Uh, flew by. In uh, in the Death Stranding trailer we got this week, if you noticed a guy, an old guy wearing like super military clothes and aviators, <laughs> that's yeah. George Miller. George Miller. That's George Miller. So he's he's like scanned into the game the same way Guillermo del Toro was scanned into Death Stranding One. That's pretty cool. His name's Lorenzo Oil. I swear to God, it's oh. like it's like Hideo meets oh. these guys and manages to fillet their ego in just the right way to to make them all his friend. Like maybe he is just the nicest, coolest guy in the world. No. But from my no. distance, I don't see it. I refuse to believe. We'll get to this later, but Look, I refuse to believe. George it. Miller has a great face. Yeah. I I totally I I I think it looks fine. I got a pretty good face. What are you saying? No, I mean, like, all, he's got we a all have good faces. Face. He should be scanned oh. into stuff and be played by a character. <laughs> oh. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Someone pointed out today that that before he dies, Willem Dafoe really needs to play the Joker. Yeah. And I was what? like, shit, he's, yeah, he's actually, already yeah. Too old. He's already too old. No, 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 he's just, too you know, old. do a fucking old Batman. Like, wasn't there an old Joker in um, in The Dark Knight? Yes. Didn't Batman finally kill Joker in the Dark Knight? There you go. Do a live uh, yeah. action version of Dark Knight. Well, get, don't get George Clooney. Get someone better. Off camera, killed the Joker. No, no, no. In it was like Knight, in a. He breaks yeah, was, his neck in the tunnel. Yes, above. yes, yes. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, is that exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hold on. Strangled and there's like the No, he breaks it because because he the, the scene is he's got a battering in his eye, and mm. he realizes it's not going to go, and then old man bats just he just snaps his neck and runs. Um. So let's cast this now. Fine. Willem Dafoe is Joker. Now we need to think of Frank Miller's Old Man Bats. Dark Knight. Now, fuck who it, plays Old Man Bats? Uh, no, not Michael Keaton. No, see, no? Old Man Bats is like big and stocky. Yeah, he still like, needs to be big. physically... For some reason, off the top of my head, and maybe it's just because I saw a thing the other day about Sin City, Mickey Rourke comes to mind. What Ooh. about, what about um, Michael Shannon? Too skinny. Too skinny. But Let Michael Shannon is like 6'4 or something. He's an imposing figure. And you can yeah. put him in a muscle suit. You could totally put him in a muscle suit. I actually, you know what? You put him in a muscle suit, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. Um, and it's so particularly then, after he played Zod, that'd be kind of hilarious. Yeah. Honestly, I think Bruce Greenwood deserves a live action shot. Bruce Greenwood, who's that? Um, he was the older captain in the new Star Trek movies. He's been in a ton of shit all over the damn place. I still don't know who that is. Oh, wait, or was he the guy who was running the ship? No, I still don't know who yeah, he is. Yeah, He's, he's okay. played Batman before in a couple animated things. He's really no, good. I, okay, I don't, yeah, no, I don't mind him, but I don't love him either. No, there's not a lot of bulky older dudes. Yeah. That's That true. I would trust to play Batman. Yeah. Well... Old man bats and this one is, God, but that would be just a big the actual stone fight between kind of old man bats Ooh. and old Superman would be so good. Not like you know, this Batman okay. versus Superman garbage, but do it right. 
I know he's I know he's kind of been problematic lately, but I'm going to say put some gray in his hair and give it to Henry Cavill. That guy can play fucking anything and make it work, and he does. I was going to just put some gray in his hair and play Cavill play old man Superman. Well, you could do that too. Yeah. You'd probably be better cast as Superman, but Have you seen I just don't want to see Ben Affleck. I just don't want to yeah. see Ben Affleck do it again. No. no hey, have you way. seen the anime? Or animate? It's not anime, but the animated uh, Dark Knight. The animated Dark Knight. Okay. Is that I the once, one where there's a sex scene with Batgirl? I, no, 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 no. I once bought like a twenty-five dollar yeah. bundle off PlayStation Network of like twenty-five animated Batman movies. Jesus, twenty-five. Just because two of them, the Dark Knight is a two-parter. Yes, just to have a digital copy of The Dark Knight because it's The Dark Knight mm-hmm. Returns because it's so fucking good, listener. It's listener, if you haven't seen The Dark Knight Returns cartoon, it's a two-parter movie. It is one of the best Batman movies ever made. It and is also... Batman is... Played by... Old. I don't oh, uh, know. Uh, no, it's it's the it's RoboCop. RoboCop, yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, Peter Weller. Yeah, Peter, Peter Weller. Weller. It is also almost frame-for-frame... The same as the graphic novel. Yeah, there's, a lot, I, of, I mean there's that, a lot of shots that are perfect. Yeah, I, I mean that as a compliment, because you don't really mess with Frank Miller's stuff. So, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, it's absolutely excellent. Uh, Sega of America is laying off 61 people, bringing the total video game layoffs of 2024 so far to 6,100. Terrific. Let's see how what February com- brings. How does that compare to other, other years, though, I wonder? This that can't possibly bad. be the worst. No, this been. this is. Is it worse? I I can't remember it ever being worse than this. Okay. Uh, the, there's a lot of Kotaku refugees on this site called Aftermath, and they're like, "I've never seen this. This is yeah. this is awful. I want to scream yeah. at the scream at this guy." Yeah. Uh, Vampire the Master is like a ton of talent that will never return to the industry. We are cutting ourselves off in the knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, all and all just to. To make like some stock, you know, just look a little bit better. Line goes out. Fiscal. It's just brutal. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 got some coverage this week. I watched like a three minute video on PlayStation's YouTube channel. Uh, Eurogamer has 15 minutes. I haven't watched it yet. But what I saw off the PlayStation channel looked really neat. Like, I want to check that out. I hope it's good. I really do. Because the Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines was flawed, but very good. Well, this still looks flawed. The character models, but, though, like it's not yeah, yeah. much money, yeah. but they're they're putting it in important places. Like their eyes look like they're focusing on shit. Yes, and the just just the design of that guy that, that they talked to at the end of the yeah. video is a great design. Your character is like a cool design. Game. I'd love to play that. You know this this cool mysterious vampire chick, and um, and the gameplay was like you're stealthing around biting the necks of ghouls and one hit killing all these ghouls and then like a giant heavy busts in and the player slows down time lands a bunch of little pips on the enemy like they're doing dead eye focus in red dead redemption 2 and when time unfreezes she like empties a thousand punches into the guy over the course of a second and sends the guy flying through a wall or some shit it looked fucking awesome i definitely want to check that out i cannot believe this game is actually going to get released before silk song i really can't <laughs> they had it. They had a confirmed pedophile writing the last version of it. How did? How? Oh, God. Well, you know, <sighs> separate art from the artist. Good, Wait, good no, for them. Good for this game <laughs> that cannot die. The PlayStation Plus games for February are Foam Stars, Roller Drome, and Steel Rising. Isn't Steel Rising mm. terrible? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. 
Now, Foam Stars is just Sony's uh, Splatoon. Yes. I don't really give a shit about that. But listener, if you don't haven't bought Roller Drome, just get no. Roller Drome and check it out. No, Definitely just check it out. I tried it. It wasn't. Oh, it was on Game Pass, and I was bored like immediately. Okay, but but but, I mean, I didn't finish it, but I. I enjoyed what I played of it. It was really got really fucking hard really fast, and I just couldn't hack it because I'm old. But I still have a lot of affection for Roller Drum. Okay. Roller Drum's cool. Right. Definitely check it out. Just to give Roll Seven a little bit more money. Mm. Uh, Suicide Squad's "You Paid Twenty Dollars Extra Early Access" immediately went offline on day one <laughs> as a bug decided that all players had already completed the campaign. <laughs> and then the next day it went off again for maintenance. Uh, Rocksteady went ahead and gave all affected players $20 in in-game currency as an apology. $20 in fun bucks. They gave them nothing. They gave nothing away. <laughs> yeah, basically. Ugh. But it's better than nothing. It's definitely better I than nothing. I forget if it was a thing that someone works for Podagon that said, like, you know, stuff like this almost always gets ironed out during the review process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no codes went out. None. Mm-hmm. Not a one. Because they knew what people would say based off those uh, early access they, oh, yeah. impressions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this game's dead in the, the cradle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince of Persia The Lost Crown has only moved about 300,000 copies. It's because it costs $20 too much. It should be a we, we all see American what you're doing game. here. It looks fun, yes. but get get real. This is a $40 game. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. And when it's, when it's 40 Canadian, I'll check it out. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that horrible Embracer group has canceled a Deus Ex game that was in development for two years and laid off a bunch of staff at Eidos Montreal. Has Embracer group made any decent game in the last three years? No. No. I agree. I can't think of one. Let's just check. Tencent's really shitty, too. Uh, I'm, I'm glad the Epic Game Store is failing. Released games. Ten- Did you hear that Tencent's trying to buy D&D from Hasbro? Yep. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and the well, thing is, Tencent has us, the money to do it. If this yeah. gets uh, Honor Among Thieves too, fine. Or or Baldur's Gate four. It has to happen now, right? It, it sold is, so see, well. Hasbro. Holy shit! The parts of Hasbro that make money are D and D, Magic, and that's Monopoly. It. No, they mm-hmm. lo- they, so they they printed a they made a ton of board games during the pandemic. Oh, that's right. And they didn't sell; they're all sitting out there doing nothing. Well, no, like every other woman I know is playing that on Monopoly game all day long. Man, Which the one? amount well, of franchises. Like, Monopoly yeah. game. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find stickers. like I'm trying to find yeah. what games Embracer has released. I can't really find it on Wikipedia, but the amount of franchises that this company owns is staggering. It, see, the worst thing is that Embracer owns things that give you hope, but then they bring something out, and you're like, ah. Like, they Dark, put out Darksiders 3. They got Darksiders. Yeah. And Darksiders 3 was real had a really cool character in it. Well, <laughs> like, ch- I want check more this out, Fury? Alex. They've got Borderlands now. I know they do. I know they do. I know they do. I know. Destroy all <laughs> humans. I, I think, I think yeah. that makes enough money where they leave it the fuck alone. If they Dead were going to MMO oh, Dead Island. Borderlands... Yeah. Dead oh, yeah. Island. Okay, Dead Island okay. 2 was good. That was a good game. Dead Island 2 was okay. Uh, Duke Nukem. God. Uh, Metro. I have hope for Borderlands okay. 4. The last, There's a new the Metro last coming Metro, out. The, the, last, uh, the new VR. Metro is VR, and it's an origin story. 
Um, yeah. But the, la- the last Metro was okay. I don't know if that was actually while they were under Embracer that they put that out. I don't out. think it was. Uh, Met- uh, Metro Exodus is open world and bef- before Embracer Bottom, I think. Painkiller, Red Faction, Saints Row. God, I would love a new Painkiller game. Oh my gosh. Thief, Thief Time Splitters, Tomb Raider. Wait, Embracer owns Time Splitter? Or Tomb yep. Raider? Yep, they do now. They own Eidos. What? Remember when we used to get Clive Barker video games? What the fuck? I only remember one. I remember Clive Barker's Undying. There was another one? Everyone loved that game. That was a Quake 3 engine game. That's old as shit. (laughs) Uh, PlayStation had that rumored state of play this week, and both of those those leaks came true. Uh, Started off with a trailer for Helldivers 2, which, if that's full price, there's no way I'm getting Helldivers 2. No. This doesn't look that good. Uh, fe- coming February 8th, they showed Stellar Blade, which uh, looks like Nier Automata. And that's all I can Hopefully say about that. Hopefully less bullshit than Nier Automata. Uh, it looked like there was a lot of bullshit. Well, okay, but Nier Automata had, had Yoko Taro laughing at you from the distance when, it, when mm-hmm. he fucks you in the ass. And as long as this one doesn't do that, Visually, it looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, it looked pretty okay, good. Okay, graphically, it was okay. I don't yes. think like I don't think the main character's face looked particularly good. What stuck out to me, okay, so there was the main character, and then there's the guy, and then there's a girl with short brown hair, right? Mm-hmm. The girl with short brown hair. I swear to God, that's Tracer's voice actor. Oh, <laughs> and that was like ooh. Anyway, I mean, you would. Know. Uh, I, I've heard Tracer talk a lot. I uh, assumed Sonic yeah. X. Sh- X Shadow Generations was announced for fall 2024, yeah. and that was weird. There's like two Sonics running along for some reason, kind of implying they did that, that before. it's multiplayer. Was the last Sonic Generations, you had like current day Sonic and old Genesis Sonic. Oh, because they both look the same to me. One of them is short. That's the Genesis Sonic. One's got the pot belly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zenless Zone Zero still looks pretty cool um, yeah. for a Toho game. Uh, has no release date yet, so 2025 probably. Uh, phone tongue twister in your game title. Seriously. See if that works out for them. Uh, well, I think the the people who are into Genshin Impact will probably check it out. Yeah. Like they they made themselves a money machine with that game. Yeah, no, they got them by the short and curlies. Uh, Foam Stars is out February sixth. Dave the Diver is coming in April to PlayStation with free Godzilla DLC. Was that a PC game? I don't recognize that. I yes. believe it was. Wasn't that like really well received? I thought that got yeah, people good loved reviews. it. Okay. It looked like just good pixel art Metroidvania, which it, hey, it, I just played it, it's one, but a I'm down for that. Pixel art fishing thing. Yeah. Lots of little uh, anime cutscenes when you cook fish. Oh. Yeah. 90. 90 yeah, people. the PC okay, version well, on Metacritic. It's a good get. Okay. Uh, now V Rising was a standout for me. Uh, it looks uh, it looks kind of like Overlord, uh, it, but more specifically, it reminded me of like of the original Legacy of Kane, man. That's what the combat I, looked like. Yes. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't see that and go like, oh my god, someone's making well, a new Legacy of Kane game. I, it's I called did, V Rising. But it really depends on how much base building nonsense there is, because it reminded me of like of like Dungeon, or Dungeons, mm-hmm. one of those where you're where you're building master. it. Dungeon yeah. Master, yeah, where you're building it to keep the heroes out. No, I, I, I didn't get I, like I didn't get too much of that from it. Um, apparently, like building your castle is like tending to your um, uh, upgrading your shit in um, Rogue Legacy. 
where oh. like your your you a lot of your power comes from the castle. You create rooms to do this in, you create rooms to do that in, oh, and that much all, all of this that. feeds into your your vampire strength and all that shit. Uh, there's different types of blood that you can drink that will give you buffs for different things. They're like oh, this one this. will make you. Yeah, this one will make you stronger. This one will make you faster. Uh, this one, uh, when you harvest resources, you'll harvest more of them. Uh, it looks okay. neat. It definitely looks neat. So I'm definitely... No, like, this was number on one on that. Steam for a couple of months. Oh, really? About yeah. a year ago, when it was early yeah. access. Uh, the Rising. I'm, I'm putting that into Metacritic, so you can see what happens. Oh, come on, G. TBD. No, it hasn't released yet. Okay. Uh, then they showed Silent Hill, the short message, which is free to play now, listener. Uh, Chamberlain has let you know whether or not you should invest mm, yes. your time in that. No. no. Uh, the Silent Hill 2 remake was shown. Uh, I actually saw gameplay from it. I thought it looked pretty meh. It does look pretty meh. That it hair does. looks, looks like unfinished. It, it looks like a Bloober Team game. Um, I mean, the yeah. game isn't done yet, so give it time. Give it that's a it. couple it of years, It is a Bloober years, Team guys. game. <laughs> Uh, then we actually saw a little tiny bit of Judas, which is the next Ken Levine game, mm. and it looks—it looks, looks like hot shit. It looks like Bioshock, and it, I, I want to play that. I am ready and willing for more Bioshock. I yep. am totally down for more Bioshock. Ken Levine, please just actually fucking finish a game and put it out. Oh my god, <laughs> is this like the teaser that becomes? The trailer we make fun of four years from now, where the fuck yeah. is it, Ken? Yeah, because it, it, like, hasn't it been like 15 fucking years since Bioshock 2? And Bioshock 2 wasn't even Levine. No. Yeah. So, like, God, Levine. Uh, Infinite was 2013, and that was the oh, last right, thing made right, by right. Rational. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then they showed a couple of PSVR games. Metro Awakening VR is coming 2024. It actually looked pretty decent. Uh, Legendary Tales is coming February 8th and looks ugly as shit. It looked like this, yeah. I don't understand it like the, a the PS3 physics and skeletons game. in that game. I don't yeah, get I like, it. I don't know. I like the idea of grabbing a skeleton by the head and punching it with my other hand. Like That, that was kind of neat. The gameplay of it didn't look bad, but the presentation of it was left Ugh. much to be desired. I, uh, I would love a friend who has VR. Yeah. <laughs> My, uh, one of my work, the, remember there's this guy at work who, uh, who like sits there at his desk listening to horror movies? Yes. Mm. Yes, I'm with him. He, he got, he got the PSVR. He really likes it. Uh, his son, and his son is like five or six now, absolutely loves, um, Call of Duty, uh, Call of the Mountain. Or not, sorry, Call of Duty. Horizon Call of the Mountain. Absolutely loves that game. Okay. I know. Um... Then they showed Dragon's Dogma 2, which is coming March 22nd. And at this point, I have to make a confession. I oh. think I'm going to get Dragon's Dogma 2. Did you play the first one? I, I, no. I, 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 the first one is interesting. <laughs> it's very, but, very, very, very indie attempt at a massive game. Yeah, but this... but I've Okay, the first thing that made me really... There's two things that made me interested in Dragon's Dogma. First of all, I don't know if you remember Mog's blog... Where he just wrote about things that happened to him and his companions in the original Dragon's Dogma for like a year and a half. Jeez. He, like, there was there was so much to do in that game, and the adventure that it provided was really unique. Like, it was really nothing else that gave the depth of experience that game. And it's not, it's not blowing you away visually in a Horizon Zero no. Dawn sense. But, but it is I saw. D&D with um, Shadow of the Colossus grappling. Yeah, I saw, uh, one of the things I saw was I saw 
someone compared a spell like a whirlwind spell being cast in Hogwarts Legacy to a to a whirlwind spell being cast in Dragon's Dogma ten years ago, and Dragon's Dogma looked like a force of fucking nature was <laughs> careening across this little valley, and and Harry Potter just looked like me. Best selling game of twenty twenty three. What the. The other thing is apparently fast travel in this game is really expensive, and you don't want to do it that often. Um, so to begin with, you're just going to be walking everywhere. And it's going to take you a long time to get anywhere, because the world is absolutely colossal. Um, if you're walking, you're almost definitely going to be attacked by monsters, but you can hire a cart. And just you and your party just sit in this cart as it trundles along, and you're less likely to be attacked, but you probably will still be attacked, and you're going to have to defend the cart. And for some reason, just adding that level of kind of grit and realism to it is really attractive to me. Okay. Like, this is a game where I'm going to have to think about how I'm going to get places and what I'm doing. Like, I, it sounds really, really interesting. And then in this trailer, they showed this new class that has all the core skills of, like, every class. So this character, like, summoned, this, like, those just giant uh, creatures barreling down on the player. And the player summons a massive, like, jutting fist of ice that erupts out of the ground and forces the thing back. Then the player runs up the ice... And leaps at the monster with a great sword in his hand and smashes the monster. That looks fucking awesome. Like moments like that are why I play fucking games. So I think I'm gonna check out Dragon's Dogma two come March twenty second. It, it runs great on the deck. It's sitting there. I've ah, uh, that's like is it, is my it, top ten pile of shame game. Yeah, I was. Never I finished. checked. I checked my library. I was kind of surprised that I've never bought it on sale or nothing. It's been dirt cheap for ten years straight. Yeah, I should have checked that out. Uh, then they showed also coming March 22nd, kind of weird, Rise of Ronin. Or Rise of the eh. Ronin, which eh. is the next Team Ninja thing. Nah, it didn't. Eh. I mean, the the com- like every time like you it, it was called Sekiro. Every, no, every time... No, it, the combat did not look as good as Sekiro. This is Team Ninja, yeah. who did like Ninja Gaiden and shit like that. And so some people love that, also Neo. But to me, every time the character got in combat... You do all kinds of crazy, vicious attacks to this enemy, and its life bar goes down a little bit. Like it did not look like you did the damage to him with the sword. It didn't look yeah. good. It did not I, look. Yeah. There was nothing elegant there. It was just like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it that much. Um, then the rumored Until Dawn remake was revealed. It is coming in twenty twenty four. Graphics look good. Yay! That's all I can say about that. And then a really long, really weird trailer, which is what we expect from Kojima, for Death Stranding 2 on the beach. <laughs> uh, Leah Sado and no, Troy Baker are both back. Ones. Elle Fanning is in it, and they showed her video game thing. It is not coming out until 2025. She was uh, so good in the great. Uh, Elle Fanning? Oh, yeah. I I never become an El Fanning fan. I don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen something of El Fanning. Watch the great. What, what, what I know you the, love the great. What was with the gloves on that woman's head that were like? I fucking love that. Jet- don't don't yes. don't think about it. Don't. Think it was about a mask, and then it was holding her cigarette, but the other yes. hand can light the cigarette. Like that is I, just some awesome, no. crazy Kojima no. costuming. It, it no, feels like a dream it. he had in a, in a good way. And you've got like a little. A little tar cat with with dragon wings, uh, and there's a little marionette that moves at like half speed animation. 
Yeah, it's animated on the fours, and like, and, and but is possessed obviously by some sort of soul is inside it. Uh, and, and why what are is the gameplay? What is the gameplay? It's the exact Walking. same as the last gameplay. Yeah. No, building bridges and dealing with flash floods. Goddamn it! It's, it's, no, the same, it's, it's the same thing as the last one. And I, I want more of that. I love that gameplay. Was stupid as no, shit. Death am... Stranding was the most interesting advancement in the platforming genre since um, Mirror's Edge. I am one hundred percent over Kojima. Kojima's not. name on something now Kojima's, is a disincentive for me to even take it seriously. I'm Kojima's gameplay him. design is fucking peerless in any genre he tackles. Over him. It's very complicated. With him. It's incredibly rewarding. No. I'm absolutely playing Death Stranding too when it comes out. I, I, it looks and, bonkers okay. as shit. Troy, Troy Baker as a demented a clown with a with a can't. With an electric guitar that shoots uh, that yeah. shoots like electric bullets and that shit, and then stupid. and then he fights uh, uh, a cyborg a samurai that seems to be possessed by the soul of a baby because it keeps on giggling. <laughs> no, fuck. I no, can't that, wait to play this fucking game. It looks is bonkers. Fever dream nonsense. I am it's great. Done with it. It looks bonkers, and I love it. If no, Troy no, Baker no. was the only one having a great time, I'd still want to check this game out. Read the next headline, and we'll see how done with Kojima I am. After Death Stranding 2, Kojima will make an espionage action game for PlayStation. Going back it to his Metal Gear like Solid roots. It is a hybrid of video game and movie. Don't leave that part well, out. He keeps on saying that, and you yes. could apply that same fucking thing to any game Kojima has made since uh, going back to Metal Gear Solid 2. So, he's it's got this with Sony. That's yes, true. He's got this with Sony. He's got whatever he's got going on with Microsoft, which is probably more of the same nonsense. I just, no. I, maybe I want simpler, straightforward things, and Kojima's never going to do that again. No. The reins are off, and the man is fucking insane. Well, okay, then it pans out to show him in, like, that he's in a, I think it, was, it wasn't Universal, <clears throat> some movie studio in LA. Yeah. And uh, kind of suggesting that he's, that he's also working on a movie. And my reaction to that was like, uh, what do you mean I can't make one 30-hour movie? You just can't do it, Mr. Kojima. Why not, you stupid bastard? Because <laughs> because casting payroll is going to be in the tens of millions. Kojima's also, I, I, need, no. I need to introduce you to this longtime collaborator of uh, Quentin Tarantino. This is his editor. He's going to go, I'm sorry, what? It's an editor. No, that's not what we do here. I'm not familiar with that word. What, what does that mean? <laughs> editor. Everything is perfect. Uh, Shut the I gotta, fuck up. I gotta run downstairs. Someone's at my door. Uh, proceed without me. Uh-oh. No. Editor. 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 No one... Maybe maybe no one... cut some things out. Maybe rework <sighs> some stuff. Maybe punch up a joke See, that just sits there dying. I. When is the last time someone said no? To Kojima. Not since he's Doesn't had his own company, happen. that's for damn sure. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the problem. This is this is how we ended up with the Star Wars prequels. This is how it happens. Sometimes George mm-hmm. Lucas needs to hear the word no. <laughs> yeah, a lot. And, and you know, and he stopped directing things, and we're all better off for it. But Kojima, I don't... The, the bloom is off that rose. I'm just not... I'm not interested. I mean... Will I play the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake? Yeah, yeah, I will. But Kojima's not involved in that. <laughs> Konami's just remaking it, which means it'll probably be bad, but there's hope. I, I can't. I'm back. 
I, I have Death Stranding for free on PC, and I've never, never. I played it. it for like half an hour. Realized I was. I did, I did too. I have it on. The, I had a PS4 version, and I just I. It is hauntingly beautiful, in a Man. way I never really seen okay. a game do before. The biggest drawback to Death Stranding for me is that you unlock all these neat songs that you can't listen to as you walk around. <laughs> dumb. That's the <laughs> dumbest fucking game. aspect it's of dumb. it. Yes. Like, you can open up the menu and sit there in the menu as you listen to it, but if you close the menu, the song stops, and you're back to the, no, uh, the you ambience. You must listen to what Kojima wants you to listen to. Yeah. Nothing else. Let me walk around that, and listen to my audio logs, goddamn that it. Part is, that nope. part is kind of fucked, and the most recent patch for Cyberpunk completely... Re- Addresses it and gives the player what they want until yeah. combat starts. Headphones. Imagine that. Earbuds. <sighs> he just makes me tired. <laughs> he he seems to be having a good time. I good for him. But he's so old. When's he gonna stop? He's not getting old. any more of my money or time. I'm done Whatever, man. I get I get a stealth action game from Kojima. Hopefully on PS5 before he dies, I'll be happy. It is going to be overwrought nonsense. Oh, uh, and unlike, of overwrought unlike nonsense, every other game he's ever made. Speaking of overwrought nonsense, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, State of Play. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that overwrought nonsense. <clears throat> Ready for that. Yeah. Put it in my veins. Yeah. Probably going to skip it. You didn't finish the first one. Yeah. You didn't like no. it. Well, no, I just I, I was fine it, with it. it ain't I probably played it more than literally any Final Fantasy game I've ever played, but I still didn't finish it. You at least got to the, the cloud in the dress scene, right? Uh, Alex have. did. I Alex did. got to the Alex got that to that in the house fight. I didn't even get to the house fight. The house fight sucks. The house fight is a huge knowledge check that I failed the first time I tried it. I, it would probably stop my progression through the game then. Yeah, the house check was the house fight was not fun unless you spec all right. Then after that, it got easy again. It wasn't challenging, <clears throat> which is fine. No, I'm down for the for the second part of Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm fine with that. Well, I will play it. One of those rare examples of actually giving the people what they want. Kind of. That yeah. monkey paw curls. <laughs> They're also redoing nine, supposedly, but not in the same way. They're just going to update the look of it. Like apparently, the MMO just got a ton of nine costumes. I wonder. <coughs> That's cool. I wonder. Yeah, it's fine. Nine is. Un- I would I would play a, a, a mid-range remake of that. <clears throat> they wouldn't. I mean, they shouldn't do much to that. It's it's. No, it's fine. Like yeah. just just keep everything in there, and mm-hmm. we're okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You could do it. It could be like a Trials of Mana type thing. Yeah. That'd be fun. I kind of like that. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. Oh, did you guys see what uh, what the title of the Beetlejuice sequel is going to be? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It looks nice. Okay, you know what? Just, you know just, what? just you know a poster. What? You know what? That's cute. <sighs> yeah. I really hope that movie's good. I really do. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm sure he'll get this one. The uh, The musical is in town. Oh, I, is that I can't good? get tickets? No, it's well, not. It must... it's, it's mediocre, but I want to see it anyway. Okay. It's, I think it's it's supposed to be the good kind of bad, the funny kind of bad. Um, can't be. But I can't get I can't get tickets. I can't get tickets. 
I'd have to go through a scalper, and I'm not paying double price no, for no, Beetlejuice the Musical. Mm-mm, won't do it. <clears throat> I love that Michael Keaton's back, though. I just, I, I really hope it's good. And if there are I, not, I at hope least, it's good, but I don't expect it to be good. I, and if there are not at least two Harry, Harry Belafonte songs, I will be so disappointed. The thing is, we loved, we fell in love with Beetlejuice when we were very young and impressionable. There's no way. But you could put Beetlejuice one in front of us now, and we wouldn't like it as much as we. Oh did. no, I, I, I beg to differ. Beetlejuice holds up. The crow does not hold up. Thousand dollars, Shake Senora is up. is the curtain call. Oh, I, yeah, I hope so. I oh. if they, if that's not the the song you go out on, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I think Beetlejuice holds up. I, I think but a lot I of old Tim Burton stuff holds up. Like Michael Keaton in his hands, prime holds up, up. You say what? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I, I think that holds up. Winona Ryder playing herself is fine. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I I do see her as Jenna Ortega's mom. It does look. I mean, it fits. It really does. It fit. does fit. That was oh Gina Davis was in that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Scott O'Hara and uh, one of the Baldwins was it Alec Baldwin? Yes. Uh, no, it's Stephen. Was it Alec? No, it's Alec Baldwin. I think it was. Steve, it uh, yeah, I think it was Alex. Yeah. And then you've got uh, uh, God. What's her name from SCTV? Yeah. Uh, uh, Kath- Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. yeah. Catherine yeah. O'Hara is the mom. That movie yeah. had a. Cast. It, was, it was fucking it, it good. Definitely had a, had all the still cast. good. It is still the good. the. The 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 um, principal from Ferris Bueller, I forget his name. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. we don't need Isn't to talk about like him too shit? much. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, as I say, he's he's a, he's a terrible person. Yeah, I forgot that he's yeah. yeah I, ca- I can't believe we're eating Cantonese. Is there no Szechuan here? I still remember that fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> the hands come out and pull them down. <laughs> it's a classic. It is. It really is. All right. Well, you guys have to find something to play for next week. There's God, nothing we floating around here. I'm going to go play some Overwatch. I might reinstall Horizon. I also reinstalled uh, Diablo. No, don't, don't do it. You're better I than not, that. I almost I, did. Love yourself. I, I did like two things on my Sorcerer, and then I went back to um, Elden Ring. <laughs> I, uh, I started to download at least once or twice. I'm like, no, wait, no, no. We're not doing that again. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna the problem is I own it digitally, so it's always right there. Like, oh, I like owning I things digitally. I'm not going to like it when they shut down the store and I can't play it anymore, but for now I quite enjoy it. Speaking of weird games that just disappeared, I saw this headline. Spec Ops The Line yeah. is now okay, no that's, longer that's not that weird. Anywhere. That's not that weird. It's because there was a song in the game that they lost the license for. Or that they, they had the license for, what, I guess 15, 20 years? Yeah, but it's not, it doesn't feel like that old of a game. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a 360 game. It's a PS3, PS3 game, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's so definitely old. Know. So yeah, they just made it. They made a deal back then for this song for you know so many thousands of dollars, and then someone came around and asked them, "Do you want to renew the license for this much?" And they looked at how much Spec Ops is making on all the various storefronts it's on, and said, "No, we don't." Yeah. Who like the fuck's gonna go fear. and buy Spec Ops right now? No one. Nobody, I suppose. But it's just it's games disappearing. I guess is my point. Yeah. It's one of the Norse best goes, performances. I mean, and I'm someone who never goes back and plays old things again, but the fact that I can't is a little well, I think we can. And I, uh, yeah, I, I own it on I, Steam. I can still I can still download it. Oh yeah, yeah you download it. You just it. can't buy it. 
But uh, yeah. I've got a physical copy of it, which maybe is suddenly very valuable. <laughs> well, give it a couple of weeks. It might spike a little bit, but it's never going to go that high. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to play it again, but I thought it was interesting. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. In that case, release you to the electronic wasteland, try to find something to do. I'll be okay. <laughs> I got stuff to just, do. Just don't, just don't buy Suicide Squad. Don't do it. No, I won't. Don't do it. If I get tempted, yeah, if I'll I get really tempted with Persona Three, I'll just bonus whip out five again. I just realize how much better it is. Yeah, you, no, you know, go ahead. I think you might, superior. you might need that taste. Not at seventy bucks. Not at all. Okay, fair enough. I cannot justify that. Well, wait, isn't it? Is it like seventy bucks, but it looks like Persona Five? Yes and no. Like, that's the thing. Like, the people who wanted it were really looking forward to it were like, yeah, this has less stuff in it than the the mobile or the, um, the oh. PSP remake. Oh. It's missing stuff. It's adding a bunch of, like, extra things to do socially, but the dungeons are still boring as hell, and that's half the fucking game. How do you fuck no. that up? If they had changed it too much, that would be fucking it up. Yeah, but... The dungeon crawling has to be at least... Better than four. And no, it's not going to be. It's an earlier game. No, no. Yeah, you can't. You can't fix that. All right. All right. In that yeah. case, Alex, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. Oh, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Well, you one-upping me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, it's so good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. <laughs>